Emily Reese with you this morning and very pleased to be joined by Brad Bellows, who works with the Lay Cammon Legacy Project. And uh, you have a pretty great uh, event coming up tomorrow night. But first, Brad, who is Lay Cammon? Well, thanks for having me, Emily. Um, yes, Lay Cammon was a jazz dish jockey in the lowest form of a description form. He was on NPR from 1972 until 2007. And before that, he had a 40-year career in broadcasting from uh, New York City to the uh, U.S. Army during World War II and around Minnesota, and uh, finally landed on NPR in 1972. And he is uh, has left quite a legacy behind, and you are in the process of archiving a lot of that stuff. You've got recordings of his, and uh, tomorrow night, tell us a little bit about what's going to happen. Yes, tomorrow night is our annual fundraiser at the Dakota, and we're lucky to have Karen Allison uh, come and present an evening of song and memories of Lay, along with uh, her friend Bill McLaughlin, who will be hosting. Uh, Laura Caviani will be playing piano in the rhythm section. That it also includes Phil Hay and Gordy Johnson. And all of those people were friends and admirers of Lay, and he admired them. And we're really pleased that uh, we're going to have a special warm event to celebrate uh, Lay on an, our annual fundraiser. Indeed. So that's tomorrow night at the Dakota at 7 o'clock. And tell us a little bit more about the Lay Cammon Legacy Project and the work that you do. Yes, when Lay passed away in 2014, he left in an immense amount of materials from his career. He uh, had tons of uh, archived, well, stored, really. We're archiving them, uh, <laughs> broadcasts f- throughout his career, including his time in New York City, his time with various radio stations here in the Twin Cities, and all of his jazz image radio programming on NPR. We have those uh, indoors now. They were stored outdoors for a long time, but we were able to get uh, nice offices and a place inside to keep them. We also have boxes and boxes of paper materials from his career. He saved everything, newspaper clippings, telegrams, daytimers. We have a great jazz library collection of books, uh, roughly eight or 900 jazz books, which is also interesting. And we'd like to find a, a permanent place or a place where the public could access some of these things. Uh, as well as getting them online. And that's what we're doing right now. Um, we're dealing with the cassettes primarily because they're kind of easier, although we have tons of reel-to-reel tapes as well. Mm-hmm. And that we're digitizing them and, and getting the interviews off of them and posting them on our website and our YouTube page, which is, which is laycammon.com. And if you search YouTube for Lay Cammon uh, or Jazz, you'll find uh, many of the interviews. I think I've put about 35 or 36 interviews up there so far mm-hmm. with all the greats of jazz, whom he knew, and conversed with and interviewed during his long career. Mm-hmm. I heard that uh, people used to just call him up to be on the show. You know, famous jazz musicians or spouses of jazz musicians would just call to say hi. Well, he really loved the music and he loved the people. And he would go out to the clubs and meet these people and, and got to know them uh, just because he loved the music. He became friends with Quincy Jones in the 50s. And to that, he was able to, he got to know a lot of other players. He knew Oscar, the Pettiford family from here, and he was a friends with Oscar. Um, he met Art Farmer, who became a good friend, whom you played earlier, by the way. Thank you. I did. <laughs> um, both Art and Oscar wrote tunes for Lay. And uh, some of that might be programmed tomorrow night by, by Karen Ellison's group at the Dakota. But in any case, yes, he was, he, he was on a friendly basis with all the greats, uh, Duke Ellington, uh, John Hendricks, who just passed away, uh, he knew everybody. 
<laughs> so tell us a little bit more about tomorrow night. Karen Allison, of course, a wonderful singer, and uh, she was just here, I believe, in October, and she's uh, going to be here again tomorrow night. Bill McLaughlin, of course, another broadcasting legend that spent a lot of time here in the Twin Cities. Indeed, he uh, he remains. He's still a legend in my wor- in my world, and he's <laughs> still on the air. He's in, out of WFMT, I believe, in Philadelphia. Uh, his program uh, Sunday morning. Classical Sunday morning uh, was just one of my favorites, and we're lucky to have him hosting. It's going to be an intimate uh, musical evening. Uh, not a lot of uh, not a lot of uh, OR organizations' uh, input, although we'll be giving a report of what we've done this year and what our hopes are for the coming year. Uh, but it's just going to be a nice evening uh, where people can enjoy the music and uh, think about lay a little bit and uh, have a good time. Great. Well, Brad Bellows, thank you so much for coming and talking with us about Lay and the Lake Hammond Legacy Project. The show is tomorrow night at the Dakota 7 o'clock fundraiser for the Lake Hammond Legacy Project featuring Karen Allison with Laura Caviani and uh, Phil Hay, Gordy Johnson, all going to play some music for you. Brad, thank you so much. Thank you.